Discovery 947 Ride Joburg Podcast. Man. Bike. Ride. Joburg. My name is Bushe Matulini. You might know me from EWN Sport and from Sports Talk. We've all been hearing about the new Discovery 947 Ride Joburg. So because this ride is something I've always wanted to do, I'm turning this bucket list item into an action point in 2019. I mean, how bad can almost 100 kilometers of closed roads and personal challenge on a warm November's day really be? I know there are others out there who share this goal. So to share my introduction into the sport of cycling, but more importantly, to share the awesome advice I get from some of the sport's greatest minds, I've kicked off a podcast. It's simply called Man, Bike, Ride, Joburg. I hope you follow it and me on this journey. Almost five weeks on a bike now, and boy, it has been an interesting experience. There are types of riding I love and other types I detest, like riding on a busy road with a lot of traffic. So to shake things up, I've also tried road riding and off-road tracks, and they feel so far apart in terms of how you ride them. And I still don't get a sense of the overlap between the disciplines. But most importantly, I find myself unsure of whether at this pace of training, I'll be on track to actually ride the Discovery 947 ride Joburg successfully. So I've come to chat to my connection and personal guru, Swandira Kim, at the Cycle Lab. So, look, uh, there's normally two types of riders. Uh, the one that's already fallen and the one that's about to fall. Yeah. So, you obviously fit into one of those already. Um, but, look, as far as crashing is concerned, you do have your instincts. Your body will do what it's supposed to do to protect the head from hitting the ground and so forth. Your arms will come out. But one of the best ways is to always roll with it. If you're going very fast, you don't want to fully stop the speed that you're crashing with just your arms. You're probably going to get some very serious damages there. So you want to normally roll with the momentum of the fall. So keep on falling. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds very dangerous, but I'll try that. So I've been riding with uh, tackies. Yes. With trainers. Yes. uh, And I have seen instances where I'd like cleats would be beneficial here. Um, But some other times I'm like, geez, I would have scraped my face how do i even work around that yeah so normally the 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 main goal of the cleats is to provide pedal efficiency okay so it's not just about pushing down on it you have also the ability to pull the pedal so a more fluid pedal efficiency on the bicycle which helps to propel the bike forward the other bonus with being clipped in is your stability on the bike when you're off the saddle and you have uh, obstacles that you're trying to uh, maneuver you are clipped in onto the bike so you your foot doesn't have to look around for the pedals so that's a good bonus as well however the most common challenge that guys who just started riding have is to be able to stop and put your foot down, right? And for events, uh, a lot of the training that's being done is obviously on the road and you have to go through a lot of traffic lights and so forth. You just have to look further ahead and plan to clip out earlier than when you think you should be. So look further ahead and if you see something, uh, traffic lights coming, already clip out one foot, plan ahead and then you're ready to put your foot down. So it's all about planning with, with that show. I like the fact that you make mention of riding on the road because that's where I've been doing most of my riding. So I, yes. because of my size, uh, I got a mountain bike, a large mountain sure. bike, right? But I've been pulling it around, slugging yes. it around on the road yes. with this mountain bike tires. Yes. Uh, great exercise, by the way, I will tell you. <laughs> Good job. Um, but how then do I take extra precautions riding on the road? You know, can I listen to music? If I do, how should it be? Look, uh, you mentioned a few things there that definitely is 
a priority with safety. So the listening to music while you ride, it's a training on the road can be very boring, you know, because you're on your own and you're just chasing the distance, you're chasing the duration on the bike to get stronger, to get better. But it can get boring if you're alone. So a lot of riders do go for the, those earpieces in their ears to just keep themselves entertained but it might not be safe so if you do need to listen to music i'd say maybe leave one ear open so that you can listen to oncoming traffic from the back or even on the front i wouldn't recommend listening with both ears it's just prevention is better than cure there and then you know as far as the riding itself with safety you do need to look out for other people just like driving your car cycling you are now on their terrain you know on yeah. their turf so yeah. you do need to give motorists the right of way be visible you know i need to wear clothes that allow uh, motorists to see you mm. and again uh, look for the head and plan so in order to look out for other people's um, behaviors and mistakes you need to be able to look for the head plan what can and cannot happen and stay on the bike stay calm and of course plan your routes uh, to get the least amount of traffic possible correct that's also a good way to prevent accidents on the road now even when i do all of that i get this curb that comes at me and sometimes i find my wheel is side onto the curb and uh, i can't go the other way because i'm going into the road and i just can't avoid it what do i do in that yes. instance Yes, it's a very common challenge. Uh, it's it's not just you. We all Thank go you. through that. <laughs> we all go through that. Uh, look, even uh, the best of us can still get it wrong with curbs on the road because coming at it from the sideways, it, it can get tricky to uh, maneuver that particular obstacle. So the key thing is you do need at least a few inches of clearance between your wheel and the curb so that's number one just to make it make sure you got enough clearance on the side there mm. and look further ahead <laughs> as i said before don't look down to the curb yeah. or don't look at your front wheel look further ahead and where your line of sight is is where your shoulders will follow and where your shoulders go is where your front wheel will go mm. so you want to maintain a parallel a direction with the curb so you don't want to when you look at the curb you're going to hit the curb so look straight ahead look further ahead and go along the curb keep a nice distance or um, clearance next to it you'll be good so swandi i have been you know sort of trying to eat clean and healthy and okay. and, and sustain my diet uh, for the last three weeks Perfect. but i i feel sometimes i need just that extra push am i being too hastily no, uh, it, look, you're doing more than what you are normally doing, you know. And so if I were to give advice with training and even on a race day, it's to break it up into three. Your before, during and after in terms of your consumption of uh, nutrition. Obviously, before is a, a little bit more on carbohydrates. And then during is also a bit of carbohydrates, but... When you're riding for five hours, six hours, you might need a little bit of protein in your your consumption there to recover as well. Because protein is what helps you to recover. And then for training, what's the most important with training is at the end of it, within 30 minutes, you need to have a recovery drink. And you've got a window of 30 minutes. 
but yeah, before a bit of carbs, during carbs and a bit of protein if you're riding for 5-6 hours and then if it's training, you need a good recovery drink at the end. It literally will help you to get back to work the next day, yeah. smiling at work and so forth. Be you able know? to use my legs. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, the 17th of November is around the corner in my books. I mean, yes. I know it's about two months away. Yes. But it's around the corner. 100%. I cycle about 60 kilometers a week, I would say, on the road and a little bit more on trail. Well, if you if you add the trail at uh, the PWC bike park uh, here in Bryanston, about 10 kilometers there, but that's once a week. So let's say 70 kilometers a week. How do I now take it a step further, my training? So well done, firstly. Thank that's you. It's a good job. You definitely got down the uh, the quantity side of side of the training. So I think it's now after three weeks, you're doing those type of numbers, the ty- those types of uh, duration. I think it's now you need to look at the quality now. Okay. I think the best advice I can give with an event like this, it's, it's some will do it in three hours, some will do it in six hours. Mm. It's a long day out there. It's an endurance event. So you do need to get your body to be used to that kind of exercise right so if you think you're going to do it in five hours mm, i would love to okay so <laughs> so if that's what you aim yeah. for then choose a weekend where you can do a ride doesn't matter what the pace is doesn't matter what the distance is yeah get your body um, used to the duration so if you think you're going to do it in five hours just go for a ride for the weekend just one saturday or sunday doesn't matter yeah do it for five hours get your body used to that duration the distance will come we just need the body to you know like okay five hours this is what I'm up for you know mm. so I'd say now is the time for you after three weeks let's choose do the same thing during the week but get one week uh, one day on the weekend where you can do a five uh, or six every hours. weekend you suggest I would suggest yes Oof. yes it's, are, are you, you going to call the Uber for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Uber, brother. I'll be your Uber. <laughs> okay, okay. No, that's fantastic. So, uh, tell me about the shipment. Has it arrived for the Zero to Hero special? Yes. Um, the first drop-off has been done last week. So, you can find them in stores now. The Zero to Hero uh, bundle. Sure. That's here at the Cycle Lab. Correct. And uh, 5999. What else do you get for that? There's the whole package. It's literally what you'll need to get going. Helmets, cycling shorts, and, you know, I, I think the most important part of the bundle is the kit that, as in the uh, the toolkit that you get with it, your palms, your tire levers to change your punctures and so forth. Oh, fantastic. That's, that's in, in my opinion, uh, a key ingredient to being able to finish. You know, things can happen during a ride. Yes. You'll need the tools to be able to sort yourself out there. You, may, you mentioned something, uh, tire pressure, and I, I was wondering about yes. that, actually. Um, so I, I'm on a, a very hard tire pressure yes. because I do road. Correct. Uh, but I, I feel like my back tire is losing a bit of pressure but I'm not sure and I don't know what the pressure should be how do I check that out good uh, looks like you've got very good uh, awareness there so normally if you feel something's a bit off something is off so yeah. I got a feeling you might have a slow puncture there okay. so you're welcome to bring it in for us to have it checked but on the road you do need the tire pressure to be a bit harder right your your wheels your bike will roll better the rolling resistance is a bit lesser when the tire is harder so if you have even in your case a mountain bike on the road um, pump it harder to what you would normally have it off-road if you're riding a normal road bike the tire pressure would be around the seven bars to eight bars if you've got uh, good 
quality tires you can even pump it up to 10 bars you know okay. but seven to eight bars is pretty much where you for the average rider out there comfort and good rolling uh, resistance for now keep it hot if you're staying on the road keep the tire pressure hot for rolling but take it take a bit of the tire pressure off if you at the off-road Swandi, thank you so much for all of those technical tips. I'm going to go back out onto the road and hopefully I'll come back um, with a little bit closer to my Tour de France uh, yellow jersey goal. 100%, brother. It's all about consistency from here. You're doing a good job so far. Just keep going. Thank you, man. Pleasure. Man. Bike. Ride. Joburg. So entries to the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg main race and the mountain bike race close on the 4th of October. So enter, enter, enter. Do not miss this one. I'm Wisha Matulini and I hope to see you on the start line of the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg in 2019. If you haven't already, enter at 947ridejoburg.co.za. If you enjoyed the Man Bike Ride Joburg podcast, please subscribe to it and share with your friends. You can get a hold of me on at Bushlemantulini on Twitter. All the advice from you is appreciated. Remember, you can find more great podcasts at livepodcast.fm. Thanks for listening to the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. Livepodcast.fm